The following pre-recorded program is paid for by SSI Guardian. Welcome to Living Well with Dr. Peg with your host, psychologist and author, Dr. Peggy Mitchell-Clark. Living Well with Dr. Peg explores a variety of mental health, wellness, and safety topics brought to you by SSI Guardian. Living Well with Dr. Peg shares effective and practical psychological strategies based on biblical principles for living well and staying safe. To listen to previous episodes, learn more about Dr. Peg's mental health and safety workshops, or to register for an upcoming VIP personal transformation retreat. Visit drpegradio.com. And now, here's your host, Dr. Peggy Mitchell Clark. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Living Well with Dr. Peg, which is brought to you every week by our sponsor, SSI Guardian. And I'm coming to you from Denver, Colorado, and streaming around the world online and from your smartphone apps. If you missed last week's episode or any episode of Living Well with Dr. Peg, be sure to go to drpegradio.com for the program archives. Are you or do you know a student getting ready to graduate from high school or college? Have you recently retired? Or maybe you're changing careers or you're stalled in a job that's unfulfilling. If so, I'd like to invite you to my Do Something Different for a Change personal transformation retreat on Saturday, June 17th in Denver. If you're longing for something more meaningful or wanting to go in a new direction in your life, ministry, or relationships, this retreat is for you. By attending my June 17th Do Something Different for a Change personal transformation retreat, you'll gain clarity and understanding about where you are, where you want to go, and what's holding you back so you can feel excited about doing something different and confident that you're moving in the right direction. You'll leave with an individualized plan to accelerate your personal transformation and help you experience lasting change in this season of your life. Register now for my June 17th do Something Different for a Change, Personal Transformation Retreat. Go to drpegradio.com and click on Retreat. Well, you've seen them on the 700 Club and read her book, Love That Would Not Let Me Go. And I'm excited to have on the show today marriage ministers Ronnie and Jackie Calloway to share their story of marital infidelity, divorce, reconciliation, and redemption. They say that they've been there, done that, got the T-shirt, the scars, and praise the Lord, the victory. Ronnie and Jackie Calloway, thanks so much for being on the program today. Welcome to Living Well with Dr. Peg. Envy, thank you for it's having us. Pleasure. Yes, great to see you all again, freshly returned from one of your many cruises. You said it's been how many over the years? 48. 48 cruises. Yes. <laughs> we, that's the way we relax. Outstanding. Well, my pastor just preached. Um, it wasn't the, the, the main message, but it was a side message that we all embraced. He said, rest is warfare. So take Amen. vacations. Amen. <laughs> take yes. vacations. Even Jesus stole away. Absolutely. Right? And plugged into the Father. So thanks again so much for being here. Why don't we start by just giving, uh, having you give the listeners some background information on your ministry, marriage ministry, and how you got started in that? Well, we um, were married for 28 years, and uh, because of infidelity and drugs and several different things, we divorced for seven years. Mm. And then now it has been 21 years ago this month, God miraculously reconciled us first to himself and then to one another. And as we were married the second time around, 
God spoke to us and uh, encouraged us to share with people what he has done in our lives and just exactly how we got back together, how we were able to reconcile. Mm-hmm. Amen. Praise th- the Lord. I think people were probably asking themselves, well, I wonder what the first divorce was about. Well, adultery took me further than I wanted to go. Mm-hmm kept me longer than I wanted to stay and cost me more than I wanted to pay. It was because of infidelity. It was because of drugs. It was because of lying and cheating and all the big things that go along with it. Mm-hmm. Well, let's unpack this story. And, and we already know how the story ends. Praise the Lord. You guys just came back from a cruise. When this show is airing, it, it's uh, um in May. And so, um, praise the Lord. Happy anniversary. (laughs) And so, um, let's unpack this. You all met at a very young age, uh, Jackie. Yes, I was 19 and Ronnie was 21. And And can I just stop you right there? Okay. (laughs) Because I have twins who are 22 years old and to imagine, you know, that they would meet and marry their spouses, you know, a year, two, three years ago is just unbelievable yeah it's um it's a different day and age (laughs) (laughs) and um i had been through some things already even at 19 Mm -hmm. and so i was somewhat mature but we met we dated for two weeks (laughs) ronnie asked me to marry him I said yes, and two weeks later, we got married. Wow. I don't recommend that to anyone. <laughs> okay. You know, it was uh, <laughs> it was just where we were, and that did last for 28 years. Mm-hmm. So God was in the mix, even though we didn't know really what we were doing. Mm-hmm. But uh, my mother and I had prayed since I was seven years old that God would send me the man that he would have me to be with. Mm -hmm. And when Ronnie asked me to marry him, I asked the Lord, is this my husband? And he said, this is your husband. But he did not tell me to marry him at that time. At that time. That's so key. And we'll come back to that. Ronnie, what was going through your mind as a 21-year-old young man? And I know it was a different age, a different era, different generation than today. 1965, to be exact. Yeah, yeah. And so that that was a different time. And yet, that still is young. So what what was going through your mind that you were so committed and excited about getting married at that particular time? Well, I have to paint a picture of uh, first seeing Jackie. And I was looking through her brother's picture window and picking uh, her up with another friend of hers to go to the swimming pool. So (laughs) I was blessed to see her (laughs) in her swimming suit, which really caught my attention. Uh, But more on the serious side, she had a glow about herself, Mm -hmm. and I believe that uh, it was the Shekinah glory of God. Mm -hmm. Of course, at that time, 21 years old, checking her out in her bathing suit, I had no idea what the Shekinah glory of God was even about, but there was something special about her. Mm-hmm. Um, she was very, very attractive. She's even uh, even more attractive now. Matter of fact, it's safe to say that she's a beautiful, pretty woman. 
at 19 and at 71. So mm-hmm. uh, I just liked it. We had fun. We laughed. Uh, but in first meeting there, we got in our arguments, you know, uh, kind of a little argument, you know, and so, uh, but I liked it. Mm-hmm. I liked it. We had fun together. Yeah, yeah. And so the Lord said, yes, this is the man I've brought for you. And yet you were still a young woman. What was it in your mind? Was it just being obedient, just knowing that's what the Lord was saying? or was Well, I think else? it was more ignorance than <laughs> obedience. He said, this is your husband, but he did not tell me to marry mm-hmm. him at that time. Mm-hmm. I believe uh, because, see, I was uh, saved and Ronnie was not, Mm. but I was not in the word like I should have been to know that uh, not to be unequally yoked with unbelievers. And I believe God wanted Ronnie to be saved also before we got Mm -hmm. married, but um, he... He took care of that after we got married, though. He uh, did become saved. But as a young woman at that time, um, I just wanted to be where God wanted me to be. I wanted to be settled. And I was already working and pretty much had my dreams in front of me and wanted to uh, experience life. Mm-hmm. I want to just share something that I think is really key and has always been very important in my life, and that's the fact that uh, there was a woman that Jackie knew as a child and shared with her to pray for the husband that God would have you to be with. Well, all, and, and we were married even the second time, and I was just sharing with her one day. I said, you know, I wonder who was praying for me. And when she shared that with me, about praying to God for the husband that he would have her to be with just meant so much to me Mm -hmm. to know that even though I didn't know her uh, in a roundabout way, she was praying for me and just being being obedient to what God had uh, called her to do. And I think it's so important in what we speak and what we say in order to get the results that we're really looking yeah, for. Absolutely. I always share that as many women, single women, I made my list of all the things I wanted in a husband. And my list was um, a couple pages long, <laughs> if I'm honest. And I presented it to the Lord. You know, okay, Lord, here's the man that I, I'm desiring. This is my heart's desire. And he said, oh, that's a that's a wonderful list. And don't you think a man that wonderful deserves a woman equally? wonderful and he gave me some things to work on um, to get in the word and meditate on and counseling around a particular area and I was obedient and so the Lord revealed to me that uh, your husband is a real flesh and blood man you haven't met him yet and I used to have dreams and visions about him and he never showed me his face and he said um, look at his character Mm -hmm. and when the Lord showed me he's a real person who exists out there. He needs your prayers. He's not just some romantic fantasy in your head that many women, you know, spend their whole life, you know, dreaming about. And so praying for him and also for myself to be the wife he deserves is what the Lord showed me. And so prayer is such an important part of this process. And I imagine seeking wise counsel, coming into agreement with mature believers um, and presenting this all to the Lord, but also I think the key 
um, lesson here is about timing. Yes. Everything needs to be done prayerfully and in the Lord's timing. And a yes may mean yes, but just not yet. And we have to seek him. Is this the right time as well for this? Amen. Amen. I, I'm in agreement. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, I'm talking with Ronnie and Jackie Calloway, and they have a marriage ministry. Uh, and we can find you on the web at marriage marriageinspiration.com. Dot com. And I've looked at your website recently, and there's so many wonderful resources there. And we'll talk more uh, in the program about a new resource that you all are offering, and we'll give you information on that. So you got married. It lasted a couple decades, but not without some challenges that you you um, kind of summarized <laughs> early in the program. Talk about how things began to change. Uh, I assume it started out well. There was a lot of excitement, a lot of hope, a lot of promise to young people, at least one of them following the Lord, seeking the Lord. How were things in the beginning, and how and when did they start to change? Oh, they were wonderful in the beginning and uh, very exciting. We were, we were so much in love and just really uh, knocking boots and <laughs> <laughs> enjoying each other and laughing and going on trips and uh, we, uh, the Lord, <laughs> well. They told me that we could not have a baby. They told me that I couldn't get pregnant, and we really did want to have a baby. And uh, the doctor said, you can't, uh, you need to have surgery immediately. You cannot get pregnant. And I said, no, I will get pregnant. I'll be back (laughs) in a minute. I'll be back next month. So anyway, we prayed, and God blessed us to be able to get pregnant. So we had Rhonda, and then we had Chauncey. So we had two daughters, and just things were going well. And then Ronnie began to um, stay out late and tell lies about where he was and where he was going. And I knew that uh, things were going on. I knew that he had a roving eye, but I never could put my finger on it. And, uh, you know, as I've been asked this question many times as to, you know, how things began to turn. And I, I really don't, Dr. Pig, I really don't make excuses because I had a, I had opportunity to make choices, and um, I made choices to do what I wanted to do. I had a clear mind in what I was doing. I knew exactly what I was doing. I did it out of ignorance more so than anything. Uh, I was familiar with, you know, the street sense, if we can call it that, if there is any sense in the street, but there again, I grew up that way. I didn't grow up in the church. And so I kind of leaned towards how things were going in the streets. And so uh, with that being said, uh, I liked doing what I did. I I was a better father than I was a husband. And uh, I didn't know what love was. And there again, I'm not making excuses because I know what love is today. Mm-hmm. 
And I, I take what I have learned over the years and I try to share it with the young men. And I, I did have a Roman eye. And, you know, when I stop and really think about having a Roman, a Roman eye, I think about how little boys grow up. You know, it's always uh, the father, the uncle, the brother asking the young son, you know, do you have a girlfriend yet mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. And uh, that's the way I grew up. I grew up with a nickname that uh, I really kind of liked. They called me the Candyman. Uh, and so I reverted back to my old self, mm-hmm. not really knowing who I was in the first place. But I knew that that, that was who I was. Right. And, I, you know, I went through high school like that, you know, being sugar and spice and everything nice and mm-hmm. all that. You know, I thought I was the cat's meow, as we used to say but how wrong and how ignorant I was. So the things that I was doing was completely out of ignorance. You know, the word says my people perish because of a lack of knowledge. And I mean, I was ignorant and ignorance gone to seed, as we used to say. But But, you're talking about the lust that uh, had consumed you. Exactly, because that's the way I kind of had grown up. You know, I had girlfriends, you know, um, I was trying to have sex when I was just a little kid and never really realized that uh, I was kind of like being abused as a young child. Mm-hmm. And this is with an older girl. but And I didn't really realize that until Jackie here several months ago asked me that same question. You know, have you ever been abused? I said, no, you know, no, you know, mm-hmm. sexually. But I didn't think... I didn't think that was abuse. And that that's part of the culture exactly. that sexualizes um, children. And we live in a very sexualized culture. And as you're speaking, what, what I'm what's coming up for me also is just our sin nature. Exactly. You know, you're saying ignorance and yet you made choices with your, you know, eyes fully open in the natural at least, but we have a sin nature. Yes. And so I, I wonder if that you know, that's really at the root of the behavior. And it wasn't until you were a new creation that you were able, as you said, Jackie, to be reconciled first to Christ and then to one another. Exactly. A changed mind. And, you know, ignorance will kill you. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's only by the grace of God that I'm still here in the studio this (laughs) this morning Mm -hmm. sharing these things with you is because of the grace and the mercy of God. Mm -hmm. But, you know, too, Dr. Pegg, during that time in the 60s, it was free love. That's right. It was all the music. It was talking about let's get it on. Let's, mm-hmm. you know, it it was it all culminated uh, during that period of time and encouraged us to um, do what the world was doing mm-hmm. and look like the world was looking and dress like the world was dressing. Mm -hmm. And so it is no wonder that any young man or woman was not pulled into uh, sexual perversion Mm -hmm. at that time, and many of us were. And and even today, I think the... The lyrics seemed wholesome, at least back in my day. And compared to today, it's even worse and more explicit and more encouraging of perversion. And so how do we overcome that? The part of having you on the show is not just to tell a story that's, you know, riveting, kind of an, on the edge of your seat. Okay, how did this all happen? How did you 
divorce for seven years and then still get back together and God restored you and now you're in marriage ministry, it's not just about the, ooh, tell me more, but it's what lessons can we learn. So so knowing that there was ignorance or how you were raised and bottom line, really just our sin nature, how did things begin um, to, to, to turn around? Um, that's what we really want to get to before we're done with the show. So some of the things that you saw early on, Jackie, um, we might call them red flags. Um, you- I saw him leaning, uh, not being home. Mm-hmm. Um, getting dressed up to go out mm-hmm. and um, picking fights with me, picking arguments. We never fought physically, but uh, starting arguments with me that really caused me to question myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would come home at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning smelling like Estelada, mm-hmm. and I wore Chloe mm-hmm. <laughs> And then he would say things to me like, um, you don't smell anything. It's, uh, Jack, you should get yourself checked. Is something wrong with you? And so I began to question myself. Mm-hmm. And it all of this progressed. But in the middle of all of that, the Lord was speaking to me and saying to me, um, if you would trust me, He showed me that the most important thing was not to uh, get Ronnie to be who you want him to be. The most important thing is that he be saved Mm -hmm. and that he not go to hell. Mm -hmm. And I was able to see that he was going to hell if he didn't go the other direction because there were drugs and a lot of things involved. Mm -hmm. And I will say, though, that... Um, I got filled with the Holy Spirit. And in being filled with the Holy Spirit, my eyes were open even more to the spiritual things. Mm -hmm. So I chose, you talk about us having choices, I chose to be obedient to God, Mm -hmm. not to beat Ronnie up, but to love him Mm -hmm. as Christ loved the church. So we got to the point where when he would come home, at 2 o'clock in the morning, I would get up and ask, "Do you uh, are you hungry? Can I fix you some breakfast? Wow. And he would, of course, say, yes, fix me pancakes. And I would be able to do that in love with no animosity, mm. and I knew mm. that was God. Fruit of the Spirit. Yes. So dying to self, dying yes. to flesh, showing love, unconditional love. Ronnie, how did that affect you when you knew, you said yourself, I knew I was doing wrong, I knew what I was doing, and I wanted to do it, and yet your wife still met you with love and fixed you pancakes? <laughs> well, I was just really testing her just to see how far I could go. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something about uh, power, you mm-hmm. know, being in demand and all that that a lot of us men think. Uh, only to find out how wrong I was. The change really came in, if I could, I don't know if I should jump to that now or not, but uh, the second time around, the second marriage, 
You did, Jeff. That's a big job. <laughs> well, maybe I'll just wait for that. But uh, And we have about a minute, so probably yeah, it's a longer well, well, story let, than just a minute. Okay, well, let me say this. I began to see how God was moving in Jackie's life. Mm. And Dr. Pig, I never wanted to be ignorant to anything, only to find out that uh, I was. And it wasn't until I began to find out for myself research for myself how she was being blessed on one side of the bed mm. and there was cursings on my side mm. of the bed mm. and so yeah, that was so, a start yes yes so we'll we'll dig into that a little bit deeper uh, when we return uh, we're going to take a break and when we come back we will find out how god restored the Callaway's marriage uh, how god molded and changed you jackie as he was prayerfully changing Ronnie as well. And it it didn't come overnight. There were some tough times before God really got a hold of you, I imagine, Ronnie. I'm Dr. Peggy Mitchell-Clark, and this is Living Well with Dr. Peg. My guests are Ronnie and Jackie Calloway. We'll be right back. This is Denver's all-new 94.7 FM, The Word. One needs to look no further than today's headlines to understand the threats facing American schools. They remain soft targets for violent threats, and yet our schools go largely underprepared. Our children deserve the highest level of education in the safest learning environment possible. The SSI Guardian QAL, or Quick Action Lockdown, is the fastest and safest way to lock down a classroom. This revolutionary device provides schools with maximum locking protection while meeting all safety, fire, and building codes. Designed by the leading lock experts in the world, the QAL is the only lock that meets Department of Homeland Security Primer Recommendations. SSI Guardian QAL now makes classroom lockdowns fast and safe with the red button. As a parent, you have every right to demand that your child is afforded the best classroom protection. Take action today by calling SSI Guardian at 877-878-5800 or go to guardianprotect.com. That's guardianprotect.com. With SRN News, I'm Val Dior. President Trump says G7 allies are pushing to end all trade-distorting practices. They're all on board, the president tweeted as he departed Sicily for Washington, wrapping up his nine-day maiden overseas trip. Zbigniew Brzezinski, the national security advisor to President Jimmy Carter, passed away at the age of 89, his death announced Friday by his daughter. MSNBC host Mika Brzezinski, he helped topple economic barriers between the Soviet Union, China, and the West, and helped President Carter bridge wide gaps between the rigid Egyptian and Israeli leaders, leading to the Camp David Accords. British Airways canceling all of its flights from London's Heathrow and Gatwick airports for the rest of the day because of a major IT system failure. They won't say what's causing the problem, but will say they have no evidence of a cyber attack leaving thousands stranded. This is SRN News. 94.7 FM, The Word. If you are a Colorado veteran and you are not in a VA mortgage, you've probably been lied to. If you're a veteran and not in a VA mortgage, 99% guaranteed you're paying too high a rate, throwing away thousands of dollars a year to a bank that will never tell you they're taking you for a ride. As a vet, you're entitled to use a VA loan over and over again. You should be paying zero in mortgage insurance, and you can take out 100% of the value of your home for paying off credit cards. Your bank is never going to tell you how much you're throwing away, but I 
will. I'm Brian Murphy, owner of Front Range Mortgage, a local Colorado-only mortgage team that has helped hundreds of veterans to drop their mortgage insurance, save thousands, lowering their payments, and pay off high-interest credit cards. Call me and my local team for a painless five-minute conversation to see how much we can save you. Our number, 303-500-1900. That's 303-500-1900, or visit FrontRangeMortgage.com. And I'm last 378844 regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Get to JCPenney's Memorial Day sale and celebrate the savings. Starting now, find thousands of incredible deals throughout the store on select items like pillows for $3.99, summertime tanks $4.99, stylish shorts for him and her $14.99, cool women's swim separates just $15, and so much more. Plus, stack on the savings and get $10 off when you spend $25 or more with coupon on select items. Hurry, don't miss out on JCPenney's Memorial Day sale. That's getting your pennies worth. JCPenney. Coupon valid 524 to 529 in store and at jcp.com. Some exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. Can the Bible help me during turbulent economic times and reduce or eliminate risk? Discover the answers to your important financial questions from Denver's biblical investment advisor, Colin Richards. Listen Saturday mornings at 830 to hear Colin share the ways financially secure individuals are using principles from God's word to prosper even during market declines. To find out more about Colin, go to lordandrichards.com or contact him directly at 720-372-0400. Don't miss the Lord and Richards radio program Saturday mornings at 830 on 94.7 KRKS. To learn more about living well with Dr. Peg, visit drpegradio.com. And now, Dr. Peggy Mitchell-Clark. Welcome back, everyone. My guests are Ronnie and Jackie Calloway, and we're in the middle of the story of their early marriage, um, marriage infidelity, um, sin, flesh, um, but how in the midst of all of that, the Lord was speaking to both of you, I presume. Jackie was hearing and obeying. And so as Ronnie was testing the limits, really, seeing how far you could go, Ronnie, uh, Jackie, you were just being obedient, walking in love fixing pancakes at two in the morning when your husband had been out all night smelling of someone else's perfume. So what happened where you finally, where I assume you, maybe not, maybe it was Ronnie who walked away from the marriage? Well, in the, from the fixing pancakes, the Lord was saying to me um, to speak the word over him, Mm. pray the word, and I would pray the scriptures, uh, Ephesians one seventeen and through 21, uh, Lord, I pray that you would grant unto him the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the mm. knowledge of you and that the eyes of his understanding would be enlightened so that he knows what is the hope of your calling him. And, Father, mm. I thank you that his heart is in your hands. Mm. And as the rivers of water, you turn it whithersoever you will. So I had become completely surrendered to God myself Mm. and um, believed wholeheartedly that God would restore our marriage. And Ronnie did get saved. Mm -hmm. While you were married or during the divorce? Yes, while we were married. He did get saved. So it gave you some hope there. Yes, it really did. I was uh, at a meeting um, and didn't know he was even in the building. And I saw him run down 
to the front Mm -hmm. and give his life to the Lord. And that was just such a blessing. And Mm -hmm. he lived safe for several years. But then again, Mm -hmm. that uh, roving eye. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that because uh, old folks used to call that backslidden. Yes. So talk Mm -hmm. about your salvation experience, Ronnie, how the Lord reached you and drew you and then what that meant for you and then how over time that faded away. Well, at that particular time, I just kind of missed what I was doing. You know, I missed the clubs. I missed the limelight. And sin is uh, sin is okay for a season. But there again, like I mentioned earlier, sin will kill you. I uh, just began to do the things that basically I wanted to do. You know, I didn't have any uh, real commitment uh, to the church. And then, you know, sometimes you can get in church and things will go wrong in the church. And it gave me another avenue to get out of church and question whether or not God was faithful in his word. It was, uh, after that, I just seemed like I, just seemed like things just seemed to come up, little small things that really didn't mean anything. And, you know, things around the house and personalities and how Jackie was really, she was really committed to the church and I was more committed to the clubs. And, you know, there was friction there. You know, there was a battle there. And so uh, I followed the uh, dark road and that's what I became satisfied in at that particular time. You you had said to me, Ronnie, that you um, did confess with your mouth, mm. but you didn't believe in your heart. Exactly. When you, uh, when you got saved. And yes. I think so many people are right there. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And so there was not a uh, conversion. There was not a real conversion. You're absolutely right, Jackie. And it was a fear of uh, losing out on who I really was. I didn't really want to change. Didn't really want to change, even though I was a husband and a father. Uh, there was just something about me. But I began to understand what all that was during the separation and divorce. Mm-hmm. You know, I understood that it was. I was involved in a war. Mm-hmm. I was involved in a spiritual war. Right. Yeah. And so, Jackie, when you had that hope that he's now saved and in retrospect realized there wasn't a change of heart. Mm-hmm. Um, then I uh, just continued to trust God and to see what the Lord was saying to me and when I came to the place, I never wanted a divorce. Mm-hmm. When I said I do, I meant it, and I thought it was for life. And so that's why I did everything that I could to hold the marriage together. But it takes two people right. willing to be obedient to God. Mm-hmm. And he won't violate our will, and that's really what we saw with you, Ronnie. Is exactly. You weren't exactly. willing to surrender and so how how did that impact so you? i um as i prayed the lord showed me that ronnie wasn't ready mm-hmm. and i had taken i had begun to lose myself mm-hmm. 
I, I worked for um, a big corporation, a, a big uh, ministry, and I was giving a presentation one day. And as I lifted my arm to point to the, to the board, I realized that I had forgotten to put on my bra. Mm. I started to think, am I losing my mind? The stress mm. and the conflict and the uh, back and forth was starting to take a hold uh, toll on me. And so I was like, Lord, what's happening to me? Mm. And by the mercy of God, he saw that I was losing it, mm. and Ronnie's heart had not changed. And so I went to look for an apartment so that I could move out. Ronnie wouldn't leave or anything, but we were we were arguing day and night mm. and night and day and just couldn't agree on anything. The girls were in college now. And so I got an apartment, and I told Ronnie I'm moving out, and he was very upset with that, but at the same time, he helped me move. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, I tried, I thought if I get away from him, maybe he'll come to himself, and then we can get back together. Mm -hmm. And is that how it uh, turned out? You couldn't wait to get to this part of the story in our first segment of how it all worked out well. well uh, was it an easy process, a quick process? No, it wasn't. Uh, it was a long process. Mm. It was a long journey. It was a long stay in the wilderness. I even thought that even leaving Denver, moving to uh, Georgia might change some things as far as I was concerned, but it never did. I just took those same problems that I had here in Denver to Georgia. You took yourself to Denver, exactly. to Georgia. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. But uh, I want to say this, too, uh, to the listening audience, and that is the fact that uh, I know what today I know what what I would, had done at that particular time was low down, dirty, and ludicrous. It was mm. uh, uh, one human being should, I would never think of doing something mm like that to her again or anybody for that reason. But uh, she never deserved the penalty that I was trying to put upon, uh, upon her because I've never caught Jackie out of place, out of line, out of order. She's always been the woman. She's always been that uh, Proverbs 31 woman. I mean, she was truthful to me and she was truthful to herself. She was truthful to everybody that she came in contact with and uh, I've learned that uh, and have experienced she's my best friend. She's my friend today. She, not only is she my wife and my lover, uh, she's my best friend. So she didn't deserve what, what I gave her at that mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. But in that wilderness stay, um, you I became be homeless. I became homeless in the winter months here in Denver, Colorado, living in a utility van with just about everything that I owned in that van and spread it around the city. Uh, 
for close to a year. Mm-hmm. And it was in that van, Dr. Pick, I have to share this with you. It was in that van that I prayed uh, and told God, you know, Lord, I don't want to go to hell. Mm-hmm. That was my number one prayer, and only to come to find out that that was Jackie's uh, prayer for me, is God let him miss hell. And I certainly am glad that she was praying, not only at the time she was seven years old, but at a time when she was grown and had been married and had uh, been deserted and all that went along with mm-hmm. that disappointment. We, we know that's a prayer God will answer. God wants to answer, yes. longs to answer. I recently saw the movie I'd read the book years ago, The Case for Christ, and the movie portrayed the relationship between the author and his wife and how she prayed diligently for him. I believe it was from Ezekiel to turn his heart of stone into a heart of flesh. She just prayed that prayer consistently. And ultimately, that's a prayer God wants to answer. God will answer. Yes, and he has answered that. Mm -hmm. But it was uh, Ronnie became, the Lord was telling me to pray for him. And at that time, I was angry. I didn't want to hear his name. And I would uh, say, Lord, uh, dear God, let him miss hell and just move on. And then one day I saw him and he was dark and he was sick. He had lost weight. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he can tell you why he had that, Mm -hmm. why he was sick. And and let's hold that for our last segment. Um, My guests are... Mr. and Mrs. Ronnie and Jackie Calloway. And um, thank God this we know how the story ends, <laughs> that they are still together. And they God has taken all that pain and all that sin and uh, reconciled them to himself and to one another. And they are remarried after seven years being divorced and uh, active in marriage ministry. And so we'll hear how this story ends. When we return, we'll find out how God restored their marriage. I'm Dr. Peggy Mitchell-Clark, and this is Living Well with Dr. Peg. Stay with us. We'll be back. This is Denver's all-new 94.7 FM, The Word. Schools can no longer afford not to invest in a professional, evidence-based, advanced safety education training program. It's the single most important decision and investment a school administrator will ever make in their professional career. When all else fails, training and preparation are the only things that will increase your chances of survival in a violent incident, such as an active shooter or active terrorism. SSI Guardian has set the new standard in advanced safety education by providing evidence-based, advanced training programs tailored to your needs. While there are many basic training programs largely based on opinion and emotion, SSI Guardian is the only advanced training program of its type with an accredited continuing education unit or CEU issued by an accredited university. SSI Guardian has set the new standard in advanced safety education by providing evidence-based advanced training and solutions to learning institutions, faith-based and professional organizations. To learn more, call SSI Guardian today at 877-878-5800 or visit guardianprotect.com. To learn more about living well with Dr. Peg, visit drpegradio.com. And now, Dr. Peggy Mitchell Clark. Welcome back, everyone. My guests are Ronnie and Jackie Calloway. Jack had mentioned the fact that I had gotten ill. Well, I had uh, 
contracted a sexually transmitted disease that none of the doctors knew anything about. Uh, a doctor from uh, UCLA in California went out there uh, only to find out that no one there knew, but God knew. And so, you know, there's some things that take place in your life that you know it was nobody else but God, and that was it. And I mm -hmm. asked God to, at that particular time to heal me, and I began to pray for the reconciliation of my wife and my family. And that was the beginning of a new day. Mm, amen. Praise the Lord. So, Jackie, how did you receive this changed, Ronnie? Or did, uh, did, was, did he appear changed at first? Um, he, well, he was very sincere. We went through uh, months of uh, the process of reconciliation because I had questions and God was allowing me to ask the questions that I had in my heart. Like when I thought you were doing this, were you? And Ronnie was very honest with me. He would say, yes, I was. Um, I was wrong. Please forgive me. And what can I do to make it right? And that was over and over and over, just different things that we uh, worked out before we got married mm. because God had spoken to me. And he said, I want you to listen to Ronnie Calloway. I was very upset that he asked me to do that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I... Uh, was in a place where I was yielded to the Spirit of God, and I was going to obey. So as I listened to him, I heard a new man. Mm -hmm. God had had the opportunity to change his heart, and true conversion had taken place. But I watched him, Dr. Pegg, for six months mm -hmm. before I said I would marry yeah. him. And the Lord took me through a process of forgiveness, and he talked to me about, um, yes, you have said you forgive him, but have you forgiven him from your heart? Mm -hmm. Just as he had to be changed from the heart, so did you. Absolutely. That's what God deals with, is our heart. And so as I examined myself, um, and Ronnie had been honest, there was nothing that I could hold him. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't uh, beat any more payment out of him. <laughs> and I didn't want to. Mm -hmm. I wanted us to uh, be where God would have us to be. Mm -hmm. And so. that's, that's something that happens a lot. We say we forgive and mm -hmm. we accept the person back into our life, whether it's marriage or friend or family member. And yet we haven't truly had that change of heart. And so we are still trying to make them pay. Yes. We are still trying to, you know, stick it to them. Right. Passive aggressive remarks and behaviors. And it really is about forgiving the debt. The debt has been paid. I yes. don't need anything else from you. I can receive you back. Exactly. And the Lord reminded me of all the things he had forgiven me for mm -hmm. that nobody will ever know about. Mm. And why? Can't you mm. forgive him? And so I was able to do that. But the the significant thing that we did before we got married was that we decided we would never bring up all of that mm. stuff mm. again. We were going to bury it. Mm. 
never to resurrect it again. Mm -hmm. Right. No dead stuff. No dead stuff. In this marriage. And that's what we did, and that's what we have done for 21 years. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you mentioned that, 21 years, because I want the folks to understand that we have been uh, reconciled 21, going on 22 years now, and uh, it's been Christmas every day. (laughs) It's been a joy to wake up in the morning to you. Mm. <laughs> okay. Praise the Lord. We got love lovebirds in the studio today. I'm talking with Ronnie and Jackie Calloway. I'm Dr. Peggy Mitchell Clark, and this is Living Well with Dr. Peg. So you all are living well. We are. We're and, living well. And it's is it better? It, how is it better? How is it different mm-hmm. this second time around? It is so different. Ronnie is truly God's man. Mm. And he wakes up every morning, and he's in his word, and he is living the word. You know, we can be hearers of the word and not doers, but he is a doer of the word. And he loves me as Christ loves the church. We have changed our words, and we don't agree on everything, but we know now how to work things out. And we pray consistently for spiritual discernment to be able to recognize the enemy when he tries to come. You know, the devil's mad about us. Oh, sure. sure. He is, because we have seen so many lives changed because of our testimony and because we were willing to expose our stuff Mm -hmm. so that they can see that there's hope. There is hope. There's always hope mm-hmm. as long as there's Jesus. Yes. And to be able to be so transparent, that's how we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony Absolutely. helps others of us to overcome. And to know that you can be so transparent really is evidence of healing. If there were, if you were still resurrecting old dead stuff, I don't think you could be so transparent about it. This is, this is true because mm-hmm. in the beginning I didn't want to, Though we were on radio for eight years, uh, Dr. Pig, I came in one day with a bunch of books, notes, and everything on what I was going to say. Just as we went on air, everything fell on the floor. That was the but, first day. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was, was the, the first, first very first day. And so, you know, now I can, uh, I had to come from out of the studio into the public's eye. And that's mm. just where God moved me to mm. so I could be a public example and during these 22 years, is, yeah, I think it's important for me to let you know that uh, I haven't messed around. I haven't stole. I haven't lied. Mm-hmm. I don't have to lie. I can come uh, to Jackie and we can touch and agree and come together in prayer. And our prayers aren't hindered. Amen. Oh, no, but we don't. Do we get a little, like she said, <laughs> no, we don't agree on everything. But we know that when we pray, whether it's uh, uh on her side or my side, when we come together and pray, regardless, it's not a side anymore, but God always makes it right. Amen. Even wrong decisions that we've made together, because we've brought it to him in the beginning, he always makes it Amen. right. Amen. And that's the power of marriage, is to be able to come together in, in unity and touch and agree. And that's why the devil and, and all hell comes against marriage, because you're first yes. representing the Holy Trinity as, as a married couple with God in the middle. And you have the power of agreement and yes. oneness, which that is moves so mountains. Mm-hmm. Yes. That is key, the yes. agreement. Mm-hmm. And and I think 
people get married and they don't understand the uh, that God is the one who created marriage yes. and they don't understand either that he is the one that will keep it together. You can't ignore him mm-hmm. in your marriage. Amen. Well, you have a tool, a new tool that you've de- developed and released that's available now to the public. And I'm happy to say my husband and I um, purchased your tool and it was a lot of fun and, and really enhanced our our conversation. Talk about your um, your marriage uh, enhancement cards. This is um, a resource that God put on my heart to. It's a counseling resource, really. And it is a love that would not go, let me go, communication card game. And he put several questions on my heart that some of us have never asked ourselves. And as you answer the question, you will be able, your spouse will be able to hear and learn more about you. And as your spouse answers his questions, It'll be vice versa. But some of these questions you have never asked yourself. (laughs) So you'll be able to uh, learn some things about you. So it's it's really an intimacy game. It is. Being able to reveal yourself, be more transparent to your spouse, and feeling comfortable about letting your spouse see the real you. Yes, Mm -hmm. and everybody is the winner. (laughs) That's right. So how can folks... um, Purchase your Love That Would Not Let Me Go marriage communication cards. You can go to marriageinspiration.com and uh, click on the card game, Mm -hmm. and everything is there. Also, the book, uh, Love That Would Not Let Me Go. So we encourage you. We have 83 pages of free help Mm -hmm. on that website. Amen. (laughs) So we encourage you to go there. Amen. Ronnie, what would you like to leave the listeners with in terms of encouragement or even advice? Well, I would have to say uh, to know that God is faithful. He's not a man that he should lie. Uh, He's the same yesterday as he was just uh, today and forevermore. Uh, He's not a respecter of person. I would want them to know that we are living in a time of war Mm -hmm. uh, in the spiritual realm. Understand what warfare is. Understand that marriage, because it was one of the first things that God gave to man, and that it's not good that man should live alone. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I've got a virtuous, faithful woman. And so understand that you're waking up to a a treasure. Mm -hmm. Every single morning, you turn over Amen. and look at your spouse. Amen. Jackie. <laughs> Praise, Praise the Lord. God. Thank you so much, Mr. and Mrs. Ronnie and Jackie Calloway. Thanks for being my guests today. And listeners, you can tune in every Saturday from 1 to 2 Mountain Time for Living Well with Dr. Peg. And go to drpegradio.com to find out more about my book, Do Something Different for a Change, as well as my Do Something Different for a Change personal transformation retreat I'll also have a link to marriageinspiration.com from my website, drpegradio.com. My guests have been Ronnie and Jackie Calloway, and I'm Dr. Peggy Mitchell-Clark, reminding you to live well.
Thank you for listening to today's episode of Living Well with Dr. Peg, brought to you every week by SSI Guardian. To listen to previous episodes, learn more about Dr. Peg's mental health and safety workshops, or to register for an upcoming VIP personal transformation retreat, visit drpegradio.com. You can also purchase Dr. Peg's books, Do Something Different for a Change, and Doggy Tales, Lessons on Life, Love, and Loss I Learned from My Dog, online at drpegradio.com. And remember to join us every Saturday at 1 p.m. on 94.7 The Word FM for Living Well with Dr. Peg. Living well.